thank you for listening to the official podcast of White Oak Pentecostal Holiness Church, where we cultivate true worshipers in Wilson, North Carolina. For more information on White Oak, visit whiteoakphc.com. opportunity to stand before you and I don't take it for granted. Amen. For those of you who have been following, amen, the lesson in our Sunday School literature, amen, we were winding up a study of Noah. Amen. Many of you remember Noah. And there are those who still don't believe that there was a great flood. Hallelujah, but God said it was. Amen. Amen. I want you to know his word is true. And interesting enough, praise God, you know, when we were going through this morning, wrapping it up in chapter 8 of Genesis, the word spoke of Noah, amen, being on that ark 377 days. In other words, we know a year to be 365. And in biblical days, according to the Hebrew calendar, it would have been 30 days a month or 360 days. So Noah was on that ark for 377 days. And what was interesting was that uh, when the scripture said that, you know, the waters abated, um, they, they were lessened, you know, than what they were before. Uh, Noah didn't try to open the ark up and try to go out on his own. Come on, somebody. Because God was the one who shut the door when he told him to go in. And the scripture says that he was in there weak, you know, uh, before it began to kind of lift up, in a sense, from off the earth. But it was interesting that Noah sent out, um, you know, the birds, you know, and um, there was like um, the last one, the raven that went out, and when he got back, no, that one didn't come back, but the one before that, you know, came back with an olive branch. And, um, you know, so he waited a while, and then when he sent the last one out, it didn't come back. And uh, Lord, you know, didn't have a conversation with God, saying, now God, you know the waters have gone down, and it's time for you to let us out of this ark, because we have been in this water, and the, the, this, this great big ark now is stationary, is setting somewhere, and you know, it ought to be so, you know, we can, but no one didn't have that conversation. He waited patiently. And the thing, you know, the, the scripture went on to talk about the, you know, the, the, the exposition that follows it, talked about how many days it was. It did the calculation for us, 377 days in there with your family. Now, I, I know my family, they were, I was in the house, I went in uh, to cook on Thanksgiving, day, you know, Wednesday evening, and I really didn't come out, you know, I didn't go shopping, didn't go out there, so it, today was my first day out, you know, but some of us can't stand to be with our family. So, so, some of us, you know, you got to get out of that house, oh, I've been in this house too long, uh, you know, I've been looking at your face, I'm getting something, you know, it's, it's been kind of, you know what I'm talking about, he was in that ark for 377 days. And he waited for the Lord to tell him that it was time to come out. He waited patiently. And then when the Lord told him you it was time for 
he, uh, Noah and his sons and his wives to leave the ark, you know, the door was open and the animals came out two by two, but right. Noah, in appreciation and with a grateful heart, the spirit yes. said that he built an altar. And, and that's what they did in it. He built an altar. And the scripture says that he, in, and when he built the altar, he went and got the clean animals. Come on now, because everything went into the ark. Amen. Let me, let me, and, and, and he said, build an altar to the Lord and took of every clean beast and every clean fowl and, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. That was the first thing he did. Amen. When he left that altar, left, left the ark, praise God, and stepped his foot out on dry land. In other words, there was a response in his heart of how God had been good. Can you imagine looking around and seeing those ones that, you know, used to live down the road no more? In other words, Noah and his family were the only ones left to repopulate. The entire earth. And some of us don't believe it was so, but I, I, I got, I told you, I'd rather die believing than die doubting. All right. The word of God. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Noah was given that charge, amen, to replenish the earth. And before he started, he stopped and gave God some praise. Amen. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Amen. I want to talk to you about a grateful heart today. Thank you, God. A grateful heart. Thank you, God. You know, my, my mind, you know, keeps going back to the, the oldest saints, you know. And another song rose up in my spirit. Amen. Amen. I got something to praise the Lord for. Amen. Anybody remember that? Amen. I got Noah has something to praise God for that he just stopped where it was. Amen. So come here, cow. Come here, fowl. Amen. And begin to, you know, sacrifice them and put them on the altar. Amen. Because God had done a miraculous thing. Amen. And spared his life. Amen. Now, you may not have been, you know, that was a one-time thing. Because once God does something and he sees your heart. When he sees that you're really appreciative of what I've done. All right. Come on, somebody. Come on, amen. In other words, he, he was so pleased, amen, with Noah. He was pleased with him before he went in the ark. Right. Amen. Because the scripture says that God found favor in Noah's eyesight. Amen. Right. Amen. That he was a gracious and appreciative person. Amen. And I was telling them this morning that Noah did this. Amen. And, and, and because his heart was this way, his family... Was blessed. Yes, yes. Thank you, God. Amen. Because of his obedience to the Lord. Isn't that wonderful? So we 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 come to reason that if I'm the only one in my household that's gonna stand, amen, in spite of what's going on. And don't you try to put folks in hell because they smoke a cigarette. That ain't you. That's not you. Amen. You can't put folks in hell. All he asks us to do is to live holy. Amen. To trust me. To walk upright before me. Noah found favor with God before he went into the ark. And it was so even the more after he went out. Came out. 
so that he offered that sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And it says that when the Lord, amen, saw, it says smell, the uh -huh. sweet-smelling Savior. In other words, when he saw the condition of his heart, because we're not going to drag bulls and, 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 and oxen in here today to offer sacrifice. He looks at our living sacrifice. All right. He looks at our heart, amen, and he sees the condition of that came forth a promise. And God says, I will never, let me read it in your hearing, amen. He said in John, nope, nope, Genesis 8, he says, while the earth mm -hmm, remaining, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. That was a promise God made. All right. I will never curse the ground again for man's sake because he says man's heart was, 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 was evil from the youth. Uh -huh. Amen. And he goes on to say, and neither will I again smite anymore every living thing as I have done. And then it goes on in chapter 9. This is what's so beautiful about the word of God. God is not like man. He tells us that he will lie. And he says, Jessica, I know you were there when I did this. All right. RJ, I know, Angel, you were not there when the flood covered the whole. You weren't there. But I've given you a token as a reminder that I did this. Amen. He says, now when the rains come and when they're heavy, and I don't care how bad the hurricane or the flood waters come. He said there will be a token in the sky of my promise to all of mankind. And he says when you look up and you see the bow in the sky, that is your reminder that my word is true. Amen. Hallelujah. And we ought to be just like Noah. We ought to give God some praise, haven't we? Come on, somebody. We ought to be saying, God, I thank you. I don't care, but I believe your word. I don't know about you, but I want you to know tough times are coming. And if you haven't had them, keep living. As old folks used to say, keep right on living. You've got to know that you know that you know. Amen. Nothing's going to shake this faith. Amen. Hallelujah. You can do to be just like the man I'm going to talk about in a few minutes. All I know. Is that I once was blind, but now I see. He brought me out of the out of darkness into the what? Marvelous light. That's the kind of God we serve. Amen. And he wants a people that are grateful today. Not because, you know, your, your nation sets aside a one day out of a year. Amen. But a people who have been redeemed and know that they have been delivered and set free. Amen. Mamas who are in the house, amen, while they're in there cooking. Come on, somebody. Don't you remember when? Amen. When they would just, you know, take what they had, amen. And they'd be in there and they would be preparing the greens or they would be picking them and they would have such patience on them. Amen. All you know is when you sat down, it was good. Come on, somebody. That's all you know. Amen. The dinner was good, but you didn't realize the labor that went into it. Hallelujah, but God is good. And all we that grateful people today. All right. Are we the grateful people today? Or are we that, that people because more God blesses us? Mm. 
we just get up and we get on a routine and we become complacent. Thinking it's going to be this way always. I'm always going to be able to go in there and, and find something in the closet the way I, I've got to push back shoes. I don't know which way to wear. Are we going to be complacent? All right. How will our children know we keep buying everything? Come on, somebody. Amen. He wants us to be a grateful people. Judges saying we've got something to praise the Lord for. Go with me to the book of John, St. John, chapter 9. The book of St. John, chapter 9. Bishop Richie, when he was here last Sunday, if you did not get the podcast, I understand that our messages are available. He said something. Amen, that have stayed, he said a whole lot, but this was the one thing. He said, we, God's people, have to know that the enemy is after something from you. And it's not something tangible. You see, we're thinking that he's going to come in and take something, but what he wants is your attention. He is vying for your attention. When the Lord asked Satan where he had been in the book of Job, he says, I've been going what? To and fro, seeking whom I may what? Devour. And his methods today are not like they were in the book of Job, but they're just as intense. He wants your attention. And he's going to get it any way he can. And we have to realize God has brought us out of what? Darkness into what? The light. And as long as we stay in his word, he's going to reveal to us exactly what the enemy is doing. Can I get a witness? Amen. We're not going to be tripped up. Amen. And even when we may stumble, we're going to, hey, 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 look up and get up. Amen. Amen. Because Amen. that is what it's about. Amen. And you have to be careful, church folks. Amen. Not find yourself on that other side. Amen. Just playing into the enemy's hands. Amen. 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 The story in the book of St. John, amen, is about a man who was born blind. John 9. Is that where I told you to go? All right. Okay. We're going to read a little bit. I won't read every verse, but you'll need to stay with me. So in the book, in the book of St. John, chapter 9, and it says, And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents? And he said that he was born blind. And Jesus answered, Neither hath the man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. Now, it doesn't say how old he was. Mm -hmm. Doesn't give you an age, amen. And, and, and just like Noah had to wait on his condition, amen, sometimes you got to wait until your change comes. 
But you have to know that there's a change that will come. Can I get a witness? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Just like the sun will rise every day. Come on. Isn't that what he said in the book of Genesis? He said, you know, know that as long as the earth remains, amen, there's certain things that won't change. Amen. Hallelujah. And day and night won't go change. Sunshine. Amen. Summer and winter. Cold and heat. None of this stuff will change. Amen. In other words, you know your deliverer is there. And you know, and in the fullness of time, amen, your change is going to come. So it says that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day and night cometh when no man can work. As long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. Amen. So it goes on down there and it tells you, amen, Jesus, amen. Don't you know that this is so wonderful. When we come into his presence, nothing remains the same. All right. All right. And you'll know when you're in his presence. Now, this was not blind Bartimaeus who had what? Carried, right? Amen. And blind Bartimaeus said, hey, what's that, what's that noise? What's going on? You know, and they told him Jesus to Nazareth. And you know, and then he began to call because he had heard, didn't he? Yes, yes. And that blind brother man says, look, Jesus, thy son of David, have what? Mercy on me. But it doesn't say that this blind, he was blind. All he had known was what? Blindness. And it says, this is what Jesus did. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with clay, and said unto him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. What did the man do? He went his way, therefore, and washed and came what? She so he heard, and then he what? Went and obeyed, didn't he? He heard, and he what? Oh, went and obeyed. It was real simple. Now, they were telling me about somebody, you know, you got to be watched. You got to watch where you go with him. You, you need to read your Bible for yourself. Amen. Hallelujah. Because, you know, when somebody's standing in front of you, and they cough in their hand or spit in their hand and try to anoint your eyes. But I've heard that went on. <coughs> now it says Jesus did this, didn't it? Y'all sitting there just like, yeah, you, you don't believe stuff goes on. All but right, I'm telling no, you it no, does. No, right. And you need to know for yourself. Mm -hmm. Verse 8 says, the neighbors therefore, <laughs> can you imagine you having somebody to lead you around? You walking with him. You got your hand on somebody's shoulder. And you're right. on somebody. And you have to be there. And it says he came what seeing. The neighbors therefore and they which before had seen him that he was blind said, Is not this he that sat and what?
to him, how were thine eyes open? How, how did your eyes come open? Ain't you gonna try to make up something? Listen to what this blind man said. He answered and said, a man that is called Jesus made clay. Yeah. He knew his name. Uh -huh. All right. And anointed my eyes and said unto me, yeah. go to the pool of Siloam and wash. And I, ooh, 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 and I what? And I went. Uh -huh. I heard. And I went. And washed. Yeah. And I received my Hallelujah, go down to verse 15. This is then again the Pharisees 
So, amen, the neighbors took him over to the, to the Pharisees, amen, and they asked him, you know, uh, how you receive your sight? What, what happened? Amen, and he said, and then he said, verse 15 says, he said unto them, he put clay on my eye, put my eyes, amen, there it is, and I wash and do what? See. All right, now, and then it goes on to talk about it because the Pharisees had heard about Jesus. Amen. And they did not believe he was the Son of God. He was the one that was sick. Amen. So they're there to try to discredit, and you always have the enemy that will come quickly and get you to try to doubt what God is doing. That's why I got to be careful about my healing. Amen. When the doctors told me what I had, amen, I had to choose. Come on to believe God. Yeah. Amen. And then the God I serve began to show me those in the church. Right. Amen. He began to say, I delivered my baby. Right. Amen. She went through that. I delivered, you know, I delivered Pastor Marie. And she went through that. Amen. And he just began to show me different ones. Amen. That he had brought out. And then it's up to me. Amen. I got to decide. Amen. Either I'm going to believe God's word. I'm going to trust him. Amen. Or what he says. Amen. So I went on to the doctor. Amen. And I did what they told me to do. Right. Amen. Trying to give my family, amen, some consolation also. All right. But I want you to know my trust is in the God, the living God. He's a living God. Uh -huh. Amen. And he's worthy yeah. of praise. Yeah. You know, and that's why when I was sitting there, I just began to think about those of I said, all I know all right. is last year's
case, amen, where he spoke, amen, and began to talk about, amen, who Christ was, amen. They even asked his parents. The Pharisees said, go, go get his parents, amen. Go ask his mom and daddy. You know, like he ain't old enough to speak for himself. God done brought open your eyes and you were blind. You couldn't see. So they went and asked his parents. And the word of God says in verse, amen, somewhere around verse 21 of that chapel, chapter, his parents said, ask him, he's of age. In other words, you're of age, you should know. Come on, somebody. Jekyll, you should know. Amen, hallelujah. You're raised to know what God has done for you. You can speak the truth in your heart. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Around verse 24. Then again called they the man that was blind after they asked his parents. They called the man again that was blind and said unto him, Give God the praise. We know that this man, saying Jesus, is a sinner. And he answers and said, whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. One thing I know, that whereas I was blind, now I will see. Amen. You can doubt the evidence of what had happened. There should be no doubt in your life what God has done for you. And with a grateful heart, your response has to be praised. In that chapter 9, it goes on to say, amen, hallelujah, that this man, later on, Jesus meets up with him because they put him out of the synagogue. Uh -huh. His parents were very careful how they responded. Amen. If you said something against what they believed, they would put you out of the synagogue. But they put this man, this blind man out. He didn't know any difference. You think he knew any different? He'd been blind. Right. Come on now. When you, when you go in God's house, Y'all, there should be a, 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 a feeling, amen. You, you, you are made to feel his presence. Can I get a witness? Yeah. Amen. In other words, there should be some love there. And when, when you come in the house of God, amen, the usher's presence, amen, should, should, should open, give you the open and warm feeling that the, the presence of God is here. Okay. Amen. You look around the sanctuary, if everybody's in there looking like they, they're sucking on a sour piece of lemon okay. or something like that, that, that should tell me something also. This man was put out of the sanctuary. And it says, Jesus heard what had happened. And he found him. And he asked him, do you believe? Yeah. Turn over with me and I'm about to finish. Amen. Verse 35 of chapter 9. says, Jesus heard that they had cast him out. And when he had found him, he said unto him, Dost thou believe on the Son of God? Do you believe on the Son of God? And he answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast both seen him, and it is he that talketh with thee. Your Bible reading like that? Verse 38. And he said, Lord, I what? I believe. And then what did he do? 
and ye worship him. Is that what you read? He said, I believe, and then what? I worship him. In other words, there's a response. Yes. A natural response for a believer. Come on, Pastor. A natural response for someone who is grateful yes. for God, what God does. Nobody has to be a cheerleader for you. You're your own cheerleader. All right. Come on. The praise singers don't have to pump you up. Yeah. The musicians don't have to take you to stand up. In other words, when I was down, oh, yeah. yes. I remember when I was laying on the bed. Yeah. Some of you have had your head operating on. Come on, somebody. Been flat on your back. Didn't know if you were in this world or out of this world. And 